Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. And we're talking about revival, personal revival, personal growth. One of my favourite scriptures actually is Isaiah 6 and verse 9. And it says this, of the increase. Can everybody say increase? Over here, increase. Of the increase of His kingdom, there will be no end. And God is all about increase. Corporately, He's increasing Awakened Church. I mean, we've just got a lease on a new building next door. How good is that? Now, when I first preached in the pulpit of this, this was the first building that Awakened Church ever bought and renovated. And what a fantastic auditorium it is. I love it. But listen, God said, you know what? I'm doing the best first. However... We need something up and something small up in San Marcos. And so, you know, we're going to have to do something out there. But you know what's amazing? Now, Awakened Church, we started here. Sorry, I knocked that over in the last service. I went crazy. Okay. Okay, so started with Bressy. Then, where'd it go? East Lakes? Bal- well, we don't own Balboa. We're renting Balboa, but bought East Lakes, bought San Marcos. Bought El Cajon, bought three parcels of land so men can have encounters with God. Maybe, maybe people struggling with addictions, maybe we can get a rehab going there, see them totally set free in the name of Jesus. And heck, Salt Lake City, they need a move of God up there. Let's buy a building there. And I know for sure. This church is still looking for two new campuses near Balboa, I believe, new buildings. And so, you know what? And I was going to quote the scripture later on today. I has not seen, nor has ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love Him. And that's, that's a, in a corporate level, it's all about increase. Everybody say increase. But you know what? God's interested in the corporate level of increase. He's interested in an individual level of increase. And to every single person, no matter how young or how old you are today, no matter if you've been in church 50 years, if you've been in church five years, if you've been in church five minutes, God wants to increase you today. We're going to look at Jesus. We're going to look at one of His disciples, how they had to go up to a new place a God zone. They had to go up and increase in the level of the anointing of God on their life. There's new levels because there's fresh challenges down here. And you gotta, and if you need to come up so then you can get filled up and then you can come back down. And your family and your community and your nation will be touched. Can we give Jesus a big hand this morning? Come on. I'm working hard this morning. Okay, so the first passage of Scripture I want to read, just turn with me to John chapter 7 and verse 53, and it flows straight into chapter 8. 
And uh, a great passage of Scripture here. And it's, it's real basic and it seems really unusual to kick this off. But it says this, Then they all went home. Now, hey, there's a time to go home. Now, this is all the people, they've been in the temple. They're talking about Jesus. All this stuff's going on. In fact, they just sent soldiers to arrest Jesus in in John chapter 7. And they came back empty-handed. And the Pharisees said, why didn't you bring him in? And they said, no man has ever spoken the way this man speaks. They couldn't arrest. He was too good. And they're there talking about Jesus. And then at the end of the day, they all went home. Guys, I love home. Everybody love, I love going home. I love spending time with my wife. I love hanging out, relaxing, watching. (coughs) There's a time to go home. But there's also a time when you shouldn't be going home. It says this, let me start again. They all went home, next verse, but Jesus. Everybody say, but Jesus. Everybody else went home. Everybody else did their thing, but Jesus said, I've got to do God's thing. I'm going to do God's thing. And look what it says here. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Perhaps he'd been there healing the sick. Perhaps he'd been doing miracles. Perhaps he'd been ministering and seeing people set free from demonic spirits. And he, but maybe he thought, you know what, it's time to knock off. I'm going to go and get a little rest here because I've got, probably got a big day tomorrow. But he felt the Holy Spirit speak to him yeah. and say, listen, you need to climb the Mount of Olives. You need to come up into the God zone because tomorrow, Jesus... You're going to be in the temple. You're going to be bringing the Word of God. And there's going to be a literally a life and death situation. And you need to be coming up here into the God zone, getting the answer in advice, in advance. You need to go up. You need to encounter God. Then you need to come back down in the power of the Holy Spirit and meet that need and answer the hardest question that had ever been asked in the history of the world. Up to that time, Jesus had to answer that question and he needed to be in the God zone to get the answer. And guys, yeah, can we give Jesus a hand? Come on. Guys, today... And there's time to go home and it's all good, I'm into it. There's also time when you feel the leading of God. Let he who has ears, let him hear what the Spirit's saying to the church. And we need, there needs to be times when you and I need to go in our Jesus. In fact, one of my favourite scriptures, Mark 1.36 says this very early. How early was it? While it was still dark, Jesus got up left the house where he was staying, went to a solitary place, and there he prayed. That's the story of Jesus' life going up into the God zone to get empowered to meet the needs that were coming his way. I want to encourage you. And that's what I'm speaking on today. I want to encourage you to be revived. Not just, you know, and it's great. When we're in a conference, it's awesome, isn't it? 
and there's worst, great, great worship, great preachers. That's great. But you know what? The greatest time for revival isn't in a corporate setting. Oh, that's great. I'm into it. And I'm into it. But when you're at work, when you're at home, when you're talking to your neighbour over the back fence, and when, when, when there's those, that's when you need to go away and you need to be revived. And we're going to look at that today. How about the revival? It's all about revival. Come on. Anybody ready for a revival? All right, now. Now just turn over to one of my favourite books, the book of Revelation. Okay, here we go. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. Now, John, the revelator, was an old man. He was old. He'd seen it all. He'd done it all. He'd walked with Jesus. He had been called, you know, he was by the Sea of Galilee. Jesus came and called him and James and Peter and Andrew. They, fought, they left everything behind, followed him. He saw miracles. He saw the, the lame walking, the dead being raised. He saw Jesus crucified and resurrected, ascending into heaven. And he's there as an old man on the island of, of was it Pergamos? Patmos, sorry, Patmos. And you know what? I'm getting on. I'm getting older. Yeah, I'm, I'm, here we go. And usually at the church I'm in, I'm usually the oldest person in the room. And, but I'll tell you what, at this conference, how good was it to have Tommy Barnett in the house? <laughs> and I'm going, he's 84, almost 84, I'm 65. He's 20 years older than me. And I'm going, I want to be like that when I grow up. I want to be like Pastor Tommy Barnett when I grow up. You know why? Because he's getting revived. He hasn't seen it all. He's still got the glint in his eye. He's still going up the mountain. He's still meeting with God. He's still ministering in the power of the Spirit. That's what I want to be doing. That's what I want to be doing. Okay, so, so here's John on the island of Patmos. And he gets this vision and Jesus begins to speak to him. And he gets a message, seven messages for seven churches. And we find here in Revelation 3, and he's speaking the last of the messages and it's to the church at Laodicea. And I'm gonna start from chapter three and verse 20. This is Jesus speaking. And he says this, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. This isn't a game of hide and seek with God. God is not hard to find. All you've got to do is come to Awaken Church in Bressy on a Sunday morning and you will find Jesus Christ. If you seek for me, God says, with all your heart, you'll find me. If you draw near to God, He'll draw near to you. It's not rocket science. If it was rocket science, only rocket scientists could be saved, but it's easy. Turn to your neighbour and say, it's easy. It's easy. Turn to your other neighbour and say, it's easier than you think. Because Jesus said, my yoke is, my burden is, it's easy. And Jesus says, here I am. Hey, Jesus is saying, listen, here I am. He's right in front of you. 
In fact, He's closer to you than the breath in your own nostrils because He's omnipresent this morning. He's everywhere at once. He's here. He's with you. He's never gonna leave you. He's never gonna forsake you. Your feelings, see, we're spirit beings wrapped in a soul, wrapped in flesh. And sometimes our our soul says, I don't feel God. You don't have to feel God. As you open the Word of God, you find God. He's there looking back at you in every page of the Word of God. Every song you sing at... At Awakened Church, every song you sing, Jesus is right there. Every time you're praying, Jesus is right there. You're sitting next to your neighbour who loves Jesus. Jesus is inside them. You can't get away from God. Here I am. Here I am. It's awesome. And he says, as I stand at the door and knock. Now we usually... We usually use this, I got saved in the 1970s. We usually use this for people who don't know Christ. He's standing at the door of your heart. He's knocking, just open up and He'll come in. That's true for people who don't know Christ. In fact, if you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Saviour, or maybe you've been away from God for a period of time, you need to come back. All you, Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart today. All you've got to do is open up and at the conclusion of the service, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand and you can receive Jesus for the first time or make a recommitment to Christ right here, right now, this morning at Awakened Church in Brezzi. You can do that this morning. He's standing and he's he's knocking. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone, and I'm just thinking about this now, anyone. It doesn't matter if you're a Latino person this morning. It doesn't matter if you're a black person this morning. It doesn't matter if you're a white person. It doesn't matter if you're young. It doesn't matter if you're old. It doesn't matter if you've got a college education. It doesn't matter if you're employed or unemployed. It doesn't matter if you're young or old. It doesn't make any difference. If anyone, 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 if anyone, if anyone, will you just, if anyone hears my voice, will you just listen this morning? When you say, God, speak to me this morning and God will speak. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person. And we think, oh yeah, okay, I'll be on my knees and I'll be, I'll be worshipping. And you will be worshipping. And I'll be serving, particularly at a waking conference. And I will be serving. Even if I have to be mustard man or the big, what was, what was it? Corn dog man or whatever, or dress up or whatever. I'm, you know, hey, and it's all good. And we're going to be serving, we're going to be worshipping, we're going to be giving God all the glory. But listen, that's not the most important thing for Him. He doesn't need you to serve. He doesn't need you to give. You know, He wants you to, but listen, no, no. I'm going to come in and I'm going to eat with you. Listen, listen, this morning, God wants to hang out with you. He wants to be your bestie. He just wants just you and God hanging out. He wants to have fellowship with you, fellowship with your family. He wants to get to know you intimately as a friend. Okay, so that, and that's fantastic. So there you go, open your heart. And the first thing you need to do, see, this sermon's called Come Up. Come Up. 
guys. Come up to a new level. Well, the first thing to come up, if you're going to come up, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to open up. Open up. He says, listen, I'm knocking. Open your heart. Open up. Now, listen, we might be closed. We might have been hurt. Maybe church, maybe you've been in another church and you got hurt. Maybe you're ignored. Maybe you suffered spiritual abuse. Maybe socially you've, you've had hurts. with Maybe a father figure let you down. My, my daughter's nodding her head right now. She's relating to that. No, but, and, and, and we've got, and listen, we've got, often we've, we come and we've got baggage in our lives. But if only we'll just open up. Sometimes we're closed. Listen, I encourage you. Listen, everybody today, this is a safe place. I want you to know, guys, this is a safe place. This is a family. And we're not perfect. We'll make mistakes. And I'd like to apologise in advance for members of this church who will forget to call you. The only crime is they're human beings just like you. They're fallible. They're going to make mistakes. And we might be closed. We might have been let down. But listen, open up. Open up this morning to God and open up to people. Open up. Secondly, we need to stand up. Now, Rex Crane, did you hear Rex Crane? He went loco. He went crazy. It was awesome. But he said this regarding Bartimaeus. He quoted Mark eleven forty nine. 49. Bartimaeus is crying out and the people turned and they said, cheer up, get happy. Get happy. Get on your feet. He's calling you. That's a message for somebody today. Cheer up. Stop sitting around. Stand up. Start that journey. Bartimaeus was blind. He'd never seen. But just just take a step. Take a step because Jesus is, is there. And your eyes are going to be opened. You're going to get a fresh revelation of Jesus Christ. So, so cheer up, stand up, get happy because God's calling. We need to stand up now. Now, stand up. I come from, no, 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 sorry, sorry. I'm just, that was a point. <laughs> no, so I was, I was just picking this off. I was on my notes here. Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah, mate, what a great, great, what a crowd, what a crowd. <laughs> come on, what a crowd. Well, I come from, look, a little country called New Zealand. Anybody heard of New Zealand? It's a little country just east of Australia. Now, I left there in the 1980s. And with my wife, Kerry, who, I mean, she's, she's my first wife. And we've been married for 42 years. And still are. First wife, there she is. And... We left New Zealand in the 1980s and she was pregnant with Pastor Summer and we went to Australia, went to a new country, but we left New Zealand and New Zealand. At that time in the 1980s, it had 4 million people and 70 million sheep. (laughs) 4 million people, 70 million sheep. So when you drive down the road in New Zealand, there's all these sheep everywhere. And sheep, I don't know about sheep and animals, but listen, and the, the point is stand up. Sheep 
are like this. Which way are they looking? They're looking down. Animals look down because that's their next meal. They're obsessed with where their next meal, where their natural needs are coming from. They're just like this. They're just walking around. All they see is clumps of grass. That's all they're looking down. Listen, good news, everyone. You didn't evolve. You didn't come from apes. You're created in the image of Almighty God. You need to stand up. You're not down on four legs. You're on two legs. Stand up. Stand up. And then, then we need to look up. Look up. Revelation chapter four and verse one. After this, I looked. The Apostle John looked. He looked up and he had a vision of heaven. We need to look up. Psalm 122 says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? I'm not looking down. I'm standing up. Made in the image of God, I'm looking up. My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Now, 2 Samuel, it, it, there's a scripture in 2 Samuel, it says, in my distress, I called to the Lord. He parted the heavens and He came down. It's great when God comes down. But it's even better when we go up. It's even better when we go up. Now, listen, when you're in trouble, call to God. He will come down. It's awesome. But let's come up. Let's look up. And he saw a door open in heaven. The Bible says this earlier on in Revelation 3 to one of the other churches. It says this, I will set before you an open door that no one can close. There, And I want to say this to you today. There's open doors in front of you today. If you will just lift up your eyes, you will see the opportunities, the plans, the purposes that God has for you if you just begin to look up. Now, I quoted this now. There's a bit of heresy. A little bit. No, no. I know Pastor Samuel, he's straight up and down, right? I'm a bit bent. I've got to say that to him. I'm a little bit... Here it comes now. I know you're the mature crowd. I know you can handle those people struggling. Here it comes. This is my bit of heresy here. God, just take it with a grain of salt. I'll explain it. Don't throw me out. God does not have a plan for your life. Okay, here it comes. I'm going to prove it to you and you're going to be amening and clapping in 30 seconds time that God does not have a plan for your life. Bring up Jeremiah 29, 11, please. Here it comes, I think. He says this. Here it comes. Here it comes. Listen, does God have a plan for your life? No, here it comes. I know the I have for your life declares the Lord, plans to prosper and not to harm you. 
plans to give you a future and a hope. How many people are pleased? God doesn't have one plan for your life. He's got a bunch of them. He's got a bunch of them. He's got a plan for your spirituality. He's got a plan for your ministry. He's got a plan for your relationships. He's got a plan for your finances. He's got a plan for your healing. He's got a plan for your emotional well-being so you're filled with love, joy and peace. God's got plans. Everybody say plans. Come on. I'm working hard this morning. And I'm working hard. Okay. And so, but here's the thing. He's looking into heaven in Revelation 4. There before me was a door standing open in heaven. What's just happened in Revelation 3.20? Jesus is saying this. I'm standing at the I'm standing at your door. I'm knocking on your door, sir. Sir, I'm knocking on your door this morning. You're down here. If you will just open up your door on earth, God will open His door in heaven. If you, I've got to repeat that. If you will just open your door to God, God, come in. God says, you know what? And I can imagine John, the disciple, the apostle going, you know what? I've been saved for years. I thought I'd seen it all. But Jesus, I want to be revived. Jesus, I need a fresh touch. Jesus, I need to come up a level. Jesus, I'm opening my door afresh to you today. I'm opening up again. I want a fresh relationship with God. Some of us have been around for a while. We need a revival. We need a fresh touch of God. Maybe there's areas in your life that Jesus hasn't got complete control of, that He's not Lord of. Maybe we need to open up. There's doors within doors. There's wheels within wheels. There's stuff going on. We need to open up some of those dark places and let Jesus come all the way in. And as we open our doors, God opens up His doors. Come on. Come on. And then He says this. And the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, and this is the name of the message today, come up here. Come up, John, come up to a fresh place. Come up to a new place. Increase your walk with me. Increase your relationship with me. Pastor Samuel, God's saying, come up to a new place. Bressy Church, God's saying, step up to a whole new level. 2022, come on guys, step up. There's more. You thought, you're like John, you thought, I've seen it all. No, 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 I has not seen, nor has ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love Him. Come on. Okay, and then the next part, verse 2 of chapter four of Revelation, at once I was in the Spirit. Guys, we need to step up. Like Jesus, I want you to go up the Mount of Olives. He goes up the Mount of Olives. He encounters God. He's refilled with the Holy Spirit. Galatians says this, be not filled with strong drink, but be filled, be being filled with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we think, oh, well, I was baptised in the Holy Ghost 10 years ago. Yeah, but you, the, it's like you, you, your car you're driving around 
how many, how many people have to cry every time they have to put gas in their car now? I mean, you know, just go through the... But sometimes the light's shining and you're on E, you need to come back to God. You were, you were filled, but you need to be refilled because you're running out of juice. And so we need to be refilled with God. Jesus goes up the mountain, meets with God, comes down the mountain. He's teaching the word of God and the Pharisees bring a woman caught in adultery. They throw her in front of Jesus and they say, Moses said to stone such a one, what do you say? And Jesus is caught between a rock and a hard place, the devil and the deep blue sea, an impossible situation. There seems to be no way out. But Jesus said, I am the way. Hey, you might think there's no way out of your circumstance. Jesus is the way. Can you, can you go up? Can you tap into the Spirit of God? Can you tap into the... See, Jesus would, would be ministering sick people healed. Blind people can see. Loaves and fishes multiplied. He taps into miracles. He taps into healing. He taps into faith. He taps into a word of knowledge. He taps into prophecy. But this time, none of those were going to work. He needed to tap into a word of wisdom. So one of the nine spiritual gifts, word of wisdom. Proverbs says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, with all you're getting, get wisdom. And he's sitting there and he gets a word of wisdom. And he says, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Impossible answer. And he gave it. You see, I'm not that smart. You're not that smart, but God is really smart. Let's tap into the wisdom. Let's tap into the power. Let's tap into the Spirit of God as we go up and meet with Him and then come back down and meet our community. You know what? Occasionally I have some wisdom in my life and I'll close with this little story. A a young man and young girl from our church in Sydney, Australia, came and sat in my office. They made an appointment. They'd just started dating. And I'm sitting there. I'm going, I wonder why these guys are coming in to see me. And then I got a word of knowledge. I know what they're going to ask. And the guy looks at me, because it's always the guy's fault, right? And he says, Pastor, we've just started dating. How far can we go? Yeah. All right. And I'm going... What am I going to, I have no idea. Then God gave me a word of wisdom, not just for them, but for every dating couple in church. I spoke it into their life. Their needs were met. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody want to know what it was? Okay, here we go. Maybe we should have had junior high over here as well. But anyway, <laughs> God gave me a word of wisdom. And I said to the guy, what would you do? How far would you go if her father was in the room? And he said, oh, I'd put my arm around her, give her a kiss and a cuddle, but that'd be it. And I said, that's how far you can go because her father is in the room. Her father is in the room. God's her father. So get your, get your meat hooks off her. Come on. Get your grubby hands off my daughter. No, no, it wasn't. 
That wasn't my daughter. But isn't that good? But listen, that wisdom, that power is available for us if we will just go up. And just, we're not going up for the power, we're going up for God. But as you go up for God, you get everything He has for you and more. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer right now. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just look to God this morning right now. We're in the, we're in the presence of God. God's here. And right now I want to ask if there's anybody here, you've never met Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Saviour. And if that's you this morning and you're saying, I need Jesus in my life. Or you've been away from God. Maybe you're brought up in a Christian home. You need to get right with God. Or you've been just doing your own thing. You're saying, hey, I need to recommit my life to Christ. Well, every head is bowed and every eye is closed. I'm just going to ask you in a moment to raise your hand. So if that's you, you're saying, I need Jesus in my life. I need to recommit myself or commit for the first time to Christ. Right now, while Jesus is looking, can you lift your hand up right now? Right now. We're in Jesus' presence, the presence of Almighty God. Who is there this morning? They're saying, you know what? I need to get right with God. I need to meet Jesus Christ. If you're there, put your hand up. Give me a wave in Jesus' name and say, yeah, that's me. I need Christ in my life. I need Him to be my Saviour in Jesus' name. Thank you. Person in the purple, God bless you. Yeah, anybody else? Just raise your hand up, give me a wave. You're at the back? God bless you, ma'am, at the back, back row. God bless you. Who else is there saying, yeah, I need to get right with God? Who is there this morning? I need to get right with God in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus. Can we all just stand to our feet? Right now, right now, Jesus is here. I want us, all of us to repeat this prayer. And if you didn't put your hand up, you're saying, you know what, I need to ask Christ in my world. Pray this prayer to get, and then see one of the team and they'll give you a Bible and probably a coffee card as well, which would be awesome. So come on, bonus. Okay, why don't we just look to God right now? Just repeat this after me. Lord Jesus, come on everybody. Lord Jesus, I ask you today, to come into my life, to be my friend, to be my Lord, to be my Saviour. Help me to live for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And right now, just while we're in God's presence, I'm going to hand back to Pastor Samuel in a minute. But I'd like to invite you, if you're saying, you know what, I want to climb the mountain. I want to go to up to a new place in God. I need a personal revival or I just need to be refilled with the Holy Spirit or commit myself to going up a level in prayer, in worship, in service, in church life, in my relationship with Christ. Why don't you start coming forward right now? I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to believe God that God will pour out the Holy Spirit into your world God will set you free if you're struggling in any area because Zechariah 4, 6 says, it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by my Spirit, says God, and the Holy Spirit's here today. In the name of Jesus, right now, right now, in Jesus' name. In the, yeah, just keep coming. Keep coming. Why don't we all pray? I'm going to pray a general prayer. 
I'm going to hand it back to Pastor Samuel. Let the music team continue to lead us. And we're going to get some of the team members to pray. But repeat, everybody repeats after me. Lord Jesus, I want to go up to a new place. A new place in you. I want to be filled with your spirit so I can make a difference when I come down the mountain and I can help people and see people set free, see people healed, see people saved, see people come back to God in Jesus' name. Fill me afresh with your spirit in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.